everyone you are listening to the me and my dad watch anime podcast where the world is getting uglier and uglier my name is drew and i'm here with my dad david greetings friends and this week we watch kaichi hara's crayon shinchan the adult empire strikes back but before we get into the show let's let the people know dad what are we under the influence of in this episode we are under the influence of longevity Ooh. And I sort of like the little saying on the back. It said, a lifestyle is about loving what you live and living what you love. The heart on your label, the heart on our label represents this love of family, of life and family. I think that's very fitting for this movie. You did a great job picking this one. Yeah. Well, I didn't, your mother picked it. Oh, so it was a serendipitous freaking pick. Wow. Everything's coming together for us. (laughs) Oh, geez. Zoe's coming already down from the her perch to cause some trouble. And it's got this nice little twist-off cork, which, brilliant. Excuse me, pardon me. Any, uh, any comment on the cork there, Wayne? No? Have no opinion on the twist-off cork? <laughs> yeah, you could care less. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, just give him the part. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you got to get up to the mic. Damn it. Wow. Well, uh, Mr. Wayne, thanks again. Um, maybe next time, bring a little bit more to the pod. Maybe uh, even a wine recommendation of your own would be great. Come in with actually a bottle, because it seems like you just want our pour and then you leave. So Yeah, you bring the wine next week, Wayne. Yeah. I really don't think he's going to do that. Hopefully, actually, I don't want to drink his. It's probably going to have some lean in it. But <laughs> I'd prefer to get through this podcast somewhat sober and yeah. then have my sip of the wine at the end. But, Dad, now that we have our wine all poured out, what would you like to tell about this movie? All right. This is a Japanese anime film, which is like, that's... Uh, it's pretty sm- concise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Comparison to everything else. Just anime. Yeah. Uh, released in 2001, it's the ninth installment of the Crayon Shinjan series. And obviously the name is a reference to The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Really trying to capitalize on that American branding, that's for sure. Right. Nothing better than being nostalgic about Star Wars to get your fucking movies old. (laughs) And there is no live action that we know of. Hmm. And here's some of the fun facts. The the film is considered to be uh, one of the greatest animated films of all time. I think this movie... I mean, what did you think about this on your your secondary... I don't know how many times you watched this one, but... I I watched it twice. You watched it twice? Yeah. How do you think it stands, like on the grander spectrum of anime movies we've watched. I think it's pretty darn good. I don't think it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen, but I think it's a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, the the storyline basis is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the animation itself is eh, but... I think it's understated. I think actually the animation is better than it like comes yeah. off just because yeah, the character there, designs. Yeah, there's some good action sequences in it and so forth. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little spotty on the CGI, but that was, you know, 2001. What are you going to do? Right. 
9-11 just happened. Who fucking... <laughs> everything was fucked up. And um, there's a song that I guess they play uh, Yesterday Once More by the Carpenters. Hmm. So when I heard that, I was like, I started to listen to the Carpenters and um, very sad about Karen Carpenter. She died of uh, anorexia at the age of 32. Holy shit. But she had one of the most amazing voices. And uh, I was going to play a little bit of that song. Just Go so right you can ahead. hear it. When I was young, I'd listen to the radio, waiting for my favorite See the songs. Good thing we don't have any ads on this, or we would be uh, immediately stripped of any money for playing that song out loud. <laughs> but, you know, it was worth it for... I think we got 10 seconds. Yeah, we're okay. We're okay. I was at 8.2. I, I don't know if there's... I've heard people say something like that. If you only play like 10, you know, under 10 seconds or yeah. something. Or if we get a cease and desist from like Sony or something, <laughs> we'll know we stepped over the line. But I don't think the Carpenters are coming after us, especially if it's from the 70s. But I went into sake. a whole Carpenters, you know, re-listen. So. You went to a Carpenter hole? Yeah. I mean, it's the 70s have some of the best movies, music. I mean, you grew up in that age period, yeah. so you got to actually experience the best of the yeah, best. Yeah, I mean, this movie just got me nostalgic. <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> much started, killing America. <laughs> which I, I, I'll tell you, like, 70s is probably my, my favorite music period. Yeah, I mean... I'm I'm probably right there with you. I think so. I mean, obviously the Beatles were more 60 and like same thing with Dylan. Most of his shit was good in the 60s. Well, I think the Beatles ushered in like the 70s. Yeah. I mean, in terms of... They opened the door. Yeah. For sure. I mean, not that they, you know, I mean, obviously rock and roll was, you know, popular in the 60s, but I don't know. The Beatles just brought it to a different level. Mm-hmm. And then whatever, pretty much like post Sgt. Pepper and then whatever the last like two or three albums they put out completely changed the game mm. but dad this is not a beatles podcast but maybe that's something we have to talk about sometime uh <laughs> so, oh actually i'm sorry you still had your listing to do what yeah, was the tomato and ron tomatoes did not have a listing for this so i brought up the imdb rating of 7.7 out of 10 so that feels that feels good yeah, yeah. i would say this movie is like a 7.5 yeah. maybe not an 8 but right there i think it's pretty darn good yeah but like I said, let's uh, let's stop talking about Beatles mania and uh, the 70s for just a moment and then jump back in. But let's do some Letterboxd Worst Reviews. So first up, three stars by Kochi154 on August 30th, 2017. Do people like retro culture so much? I don't want to return to an old life. The technologies are always best in the present day and we can get the benefit from them. I, I'm, I'm, I'm apt to kind of disagree at this point. Um... I think a lot of the technology we have is borderline just being used for masturbatory reasons. Like, not necessarily explicitly masturbatory or explicitly, but we we don't need as much of the shit that we have today, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm sort of, you know, both ways. I like a lot of the old stuff, and obviously I'm enjoying the, the new technologies. Yeah. But I as mean, someone the technologies themselves are awesome. They're awesome. It just seems like human beings, you know, bring it to this worst you know, I yeah. mean, look at TV. Like, I mean, it's great that you can, you know, transmit freaking video across wherever. <clears throat> and then, of course, you have, you know, the whole advertising aspect. Yeah. Of any technology. It seems like advertising just kills everything. I mean, everything comes Consumerism. down. Yeah. Yeah, in general. Exactly. Anytime a price is put on something, it, it almost instantly becomes depreciated from the more spiritual sense of that thing. Right. But also, I mean, TV, all this stuff... I think it's just the the expansion and the constant expansion without actually having quality. It's more just like we need to get as much into the market and then maybe some cream to the co- uh, 
cream of the crop will come out there, but otherwise everything is just hot garbage. Uh, <laughs> another three and a half stars by Jesse Call on September 12, 2021. I enjoy an antagonist that just wants something. They don't need to be evil. I think that is something that doesn't happen too often. And I think we are getting more nuanced with our approaches towards villainy in movies. But most of the time there have like Thanos is maybe one of the most popular uh, examples of that in modern day. He was like morally ambiguous. He was like trying to help the universe because it was becoming overpopulated. So the Thanos snap is essentially help universal overpopulation. But this dude just wanted the fucking chill back in the day, you know, enjoy a nice sunset. Yeah, in but a quiet I'm not town. sure you can say that he wasn't evil. I mean, he literally stripped their kids from their parents. Hmm. But and then he wanted to just like I can't remember what he was going to do with them. Well, I think the kids were going to be put in essentially in a different section of that park and and try to to essentially yeah brainwash them into being ready for the olden times. So they weren't going to you know completely strip them, but I don't think a lot of the parents wanted to be parents at that point either. So I I think there's a lot of ways to go about it. The question of good and evil is maybe not where I go with Ken, uh, the main bad guy. Yeah. But let's just keep pushing along. Three and a half stars by uh, Estocada on April 28, 2020. A movie that touches your heart more when you see it as an adult than when you were as a child. A movie that will touch your heart even more if you become a father and watch it with your son. I want to go back to my childhood when I didn't have any worries because reality is hard and exhausting. But the weight of love, that is heavier than memories. I would do wish we watched this together, but I don't know how much more it would be like. You know, I, I felt it, dude. That flashback scene, and I think that's my last comment too, Hiroshi's flashback scene, just really, really, really emotional. It was a good one. Yeah, I uh, I could definitely relate. Yeah, feeling like wanted to be a kid again, going fishing with your dad. Yeah. What's your favorite memory of hanging out with your dad as a kid? Do you have one? We used to go fishing. Fishing a lot? Yeah, I, I remember when my father first took us fishing. Um. We went uh, trout fishing mm-hmm. in uh, Trout uh, Brook, mm-hmm. and uh, I can remember catching my first trout, and I just, to this day, I can remember reeling in and not realizing, and all of a sudden, I see this thing wiggling on the end. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I, Dad, I got one, you know, and I'm like, all right, yeah, that's nice, you know? That's so funny. Yeah. Did your dad ever have the, the, the talk with you? Like the birds and the bees talk? Yeah, we did. But they had like a book or something. Like oh. they used like a book and, you know, they sat down with us and it showed you, you know. Interesting. I don't, yeah. At it was time, a Playboy magazine. No, yeah. It's <laughs> like, all right, no. son. This is what was a little bit more kicky. You went for a hustler, but. No. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, maybe the farthest you can no, go with your no. kid. I mean, I can't. It was, it was funny because I remember when they, we looked at it. But even then, you know, as growing up, I still didn't really have a good concept of, yeah. you know. Well, they can teach you about, about, like, anatomy and stuff like that, but you don't know how to fuck. We need a book that teaches yeah. kids how to fuck, yeah. dude. I mean, you understood, like, how babies were made, but you just didn't really yeah. put it all together, really. Like, Nobody's you teaching like, you where the clitoris yeah, is at that like, age. You know, like, okay, how do, you know, when does this happen, and, you know, how do I get some girl to let me do this? This know? is... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I get how it happens, <laughs> yeah. but how do I convince her to suck me off? And uh, do I enjoy it? You know, yeah. what's it like? Is it oh, going to yeah, hurt? Pretty pleasurable, man. <laughs> You know, or you'll be in screaming agony. I watched some, watch some cats fuck in the neighborhood and it was screaming. Is yeah. that's going to be like it? It's like, yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. That, I, I don't actually remember you guys ever giving me that talk. I know mom probably brought it up 
Um, yeah, I don't. That's funny because I guess we didn't. I think you know, being in the age that I am and where when I grew up, I think a lot of that stuff just you learn that pretty fast through osmosis. Whether you kind of like understand, like I said, um, holy shit. Sorry, <laughs> big text message. Yeah, we're already getting blown up for something. I, we should put our shit on airplane mode. Um, but here's another four stars by uh, Chuck Thorpe on March 5th, 2022. I saw a toddler's penis, and then Andy Warhol almost tried to kill himself. The 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 pantsing of uh, Shinosuke was, was pretty surprising. But Yeah, I, I didn't understand that, quite honestly, why the, the girl reaches up and sort of pants him. I think baby. it's maybe just for comedic I think effect. maybe she was just trying to grab him catch him or like push him up maybe to help him kind of get a little bit yeah. more and sure her little yeah. stubby baby arms weren't able to help yeah but yeah that that was that was shocking and i i don't necessarily know if it paid off that uh, might have been the first full frontal we've seen in anime that's a good that's a really good point of all the movies that we watch i don't think we've actually seen oh that's not true i've seen i saw dick and kite but that was just me when i watched like the oh the yeah cut the cutout scene. scene yeah 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 shame on you <laughs> <laughs> scold me all you want it's it's stuck in my brain it's not coming out uh all right let's just do these last two uh four stars by supreme lemon on january 1st 2022 i want to go bungee jumping while my balls retract from nostalgia again that'd be nice i've don't never gone bungee jumping but i would love to try or skydiving you ever want to do that you want to jump out of a big plane no no are you for afraid of heights i'm not a thrill seeker. i don't have that thrill seeker gene yeah i have more of a uh, a fear of heights now yeah the older i've gotten the more i mean i can get like on a 20 foot ladder but once you get on like a 40 foot ladder that gets a little sketchy because you get up there and you look down and you're like oh man if i fall from this ladder it's all over you know like you're just you can feel the damage well do, do you remember that hike we took uh where there's the the cliff that you can look over the side and it's just like a straight yes. drop Dude, I that like made me afraid of heights. Like the feeling that your body gets looking over the precipice onto like certain death is almost irreplicable. Yeah. Like it's really, really strange. I mean, it has to just be an innate feeling that you, you know, your your mind is saying like, you realize that if you get too close and you fall, yes, you are, you know, and it and it stills fear in you. I mean, obviously, yeah. Um, I had that same feeling. I know exactly what you're talking about on that hike. Mm -hmm. I mean, I never like to get, you know. Spooky. Too close to the edge there. It's spooky, dude. Yeah. I'm glad all my thrill-seeking just, you know, is strictly just sexual being promiscuous. But <laughs> but that's neither here nor yeah, there. Yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty low bar. Yeah. And very easy to attain. Uh, and then finally, four stars by Wayne on November 15, 2020. Today may not be as good as yesterday, but change is possible. And I sure as fuck hope so, because this world is crazy right now. And I, I'm not... I kind of want to get off this, this roller coaster, but... Uh, let's yeah well all you can do is have hope we always have hope yep yep hope hope will carry us all the way to the nuclear apocalypse and then we'll have to figure it out from there but dad now that we've illuminated the internet's thoughts where would you like to shine your spotlight retractable testicles mm. I, Man, uh, man's greatest fucking invention yeah i was just like really like this you know little kid is having this you know he's like it's the first time it's ever happened and like I don't really remember my testicles retracting other than maybe in a situation of 
when you go like in the ocean or something? Does that yeah, is, yeah. shrinkage? Shrinkage. Yeah. I mean, the Seinfeldian shrinkage is <laughs> is well yeah. known at this point. Because I looked it up and it says it's an overactive muscle. An overactive muscle causes a testicle to become a retractable testicle. The cream master. Cream master? Yeah, cree master. That's what muscle. I call my balls, dude. The cream <laughs> well, there's the cream master muscle, man. Oh my god. It's a thin pouch like muscle in which the testicle rests. Do you know the your balls are always like moving? Like have you ever just like looked at your nuts and yeah, just see them they, fucking yeah, like yeah, dip around? Yeah, they sort of they breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got something living down there. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, they're definitely the monster inside yeah, of me that comes out through my penis. Alive, yeah, <laughs> it's talking to the penis, like going, "Hey, dude, I gotta release some stuff down here." <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with having the cream master? You look down at your balls and you're moving. There's coming there. You need to get it out. What's the deal? <laughs> That's like Jerry after like six months of not having sex. He just is <laughs> just joking about not getting laid. It says that the reflex can be stimulated by rubbing a nerve on the inner thigh. Oh, so it's is it similar to like the male G spot? No, I think it's just a matter. There's some nerve that would cause the muscle to retract, and your balls like cinch up. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna look that up while you, while you move on to the next. You know, and it says also by uh, such as fear and laughter. Fear and laughter. Yeah. Do you ever get that sensation, though, if you see somebody, like, hit their balls or something? Like, it mm. almost, you can feel it in your own. Like, you're almost like, oh. Well, do you ever, like, like, poke your belly button and you can feel something and, like, oh, I can feel that in the, like, the the the, the, the space between the bottom of my penis <laughs> and the beginning of my ball sack. If I'm fingering my fucking belly button right now. What? Your taint? No, my taint is between my asshole and my fucking oh, balls, dude. Oh, what did you dude. say? Okay. My belly button. Oh, your belly button. Not my grundle. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, also uh, activated by fear and laughter. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. a cold environment. Okay. I, I That's the thing that I was actually... One of my biggest reasons why I wanted to leave New Hampshire was that <laughs> if my dick looked small for that much time in the year, it wasn't worth it for me. <laughs> I need my shit to be like at least a normal size to be a normal person. But for half the year, I was just like, I have a micro penis and my balls look like two eggshells. Like, <laughs> there's nothing here. <laughs> And uh, the next thing I had is World Fairs. Now, you know, I saw that it was 1970 and, and Osaka had the World Fair. And I'm like, oh, for some reason, I I was thinking that, oh, World Fairs, they don't happen anymore. Like, hmm. I wonder when they stopped. And then I looked it up and they're still going on. Yeah, which really surprised me uh, to figure out. I thought also that it was just like something of a bygone era. Like, oh, the world used to be so much cooler. We'd have these World Fairs. But I haven't even heard about a World Fair uh, pretty much outside of some sort of historical context. Well, the one they're having this year, I think, is in Dubai. Hmm, okay. So they're having one. And I was looking up the, uh, you know, Osaka one in 1970, and it was impressive, man. I mean, oh, yeah. it was it was quite a, um, they had all kinds of crazy, you know, structures and stuff. And I guess the only one that's left is that, um, what's it called? The sun there. Hmm. Uh, the big like wing. Oh, sun the thing? Tower of the Sun. Okay, was left standing and neglected after the conclusion of the Expo seventy. After restoration to the structure was completed, the museum. Oh, there's a museum inside the tower now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a Simpsons episode where they 
uh, all the kids, like Bart and all his friends, steal a car and they try to go to a world fair. But when they get there, it's like they were looking at an old brochure. So oh, it was from geez. years and years ago. So I wish it came back to America. If we have another world fair in America, I think for sure I'm going to go. Well, they're having another one in Osaka in 2025. Yes. So and it's called Designing Future Society for Our Lives. If is it if it's in June, I'll go there for my thirtieth birthday. I'll go see the World Fair for yeah. sure. I have nothing else to do for my thirtieth birthday. If I'm not a published well, we author, we wanted to at that go point. see the Ghibli theme park, but maybe we have to just because they're actually building. It's opening in November, hmm. but I guess they're building another section that's still to be released. Yeah, so it's not fully done. Yeah, and it but would they be are kind of shitty to go in the middle of the yeah. winter time too. So. Right. It, oh it, yeah, I wouldn't go in November. Yeah, no we would need to have like a summer fling, so that pushes us back a little more time for our hundredth episode. Hopefully, you know, we as can long as we haven't, up. you know, had nuclear uh, nuclear holocaust. You know, we'll, we'll yeah. put that one on the calendar. Yeah, Putin, can you fucking hold <laughs> off for just like a couple years, for Christ's sake? Yeah, I got shit to do. I've only had like one real girlfriend in my whole life. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> You're bitching about J.K. Rowling getting canceled. I'm trying to get laid, Vladimir. What the fuck? All right, go on, Dad. I'm sorry. I can't be taking this out on and, uh, live. I also was intrigued by Moon Rocks. Mm. And I guess that they had the Moon Rocks from the Apollo 11, which was the first Moon Rocks brought back from the moon. They brought 47 pounds of Moon Rocks back. Did you know... That of the 270 moon rocks they have, only 180 are, or excuse me, approximately 180 are unaccounted for. Right. So people fucking steal them or Yeah. And they're actually, they they sell for big money, like almost a million dollars. Yeah. They just had an auction for a moon rock and it went for like 800 something thousand dollars. That feels like, of all like the, how many girls love crystals and rocks and shit like that? I feel like trying to attain a moon rock was like their apex. Like it's the thing they want the most. It's like, I want to get a moon rock. I mean, I could care less about a moon rock, but I mean. Oh, but you're not like a 20 something girl. Like you're not burning sage <laughs> and shit like that. That's like the life I live. Every woman I know loves rocks. Oh, so man. maybe I'll get them a moon rock yeah. for a milli, <laughs> for a sweet milli. And then, uh, you know, obviously we, I really enjoyed that life um, montage. Mm, absolutely. And, what, uh, what year in the 70s do you wish you could go back to? Is there a year specifically that you can think of? Because I'm, pr- I'm a pretty big fan of 2012, 2013. If I could like redo my senior year or my freshman year of college, that's probably the only time in my period like of life that I felt like I had everything together. I was a sad kid and then I was a sad 20-something. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, mean, it, I mean, probably the best you know memories I have are right around from 75... 78 you know that period hmm. how old were you um well seven 12 13 okay so yeah. those are the best years yeah. of your life um i wouldn't necessarily put them that they were pretty the, good yeah the golden years <clears throat> yeah. i guess i mean in terms of just <clears throat> you know the the where we lived and just the you know the carelessness and you know you didn't have to worry about it like you know they go back you know, that one guy saying like, oh, I wish I could go back when I was a kid. And that's yeah. like, you just don't have to worry about it. I mean, we we could go anywhere. We drove our bikes everywhere. We had a great time. Yeah. Uh, and so when I started getting more into music and stuff like that. and mm-hmm. uh, I think that was the age that I started getting into weed and pussy. And that was pretty much like yeah. when things were great. Of course, then like 78, beginning of high school. You know, high school has its own problems. And... Uh, 
I never had like a really negative high school experience. I'm not one of those people that like, oh, I would love to go back to high school. I would fucking, you know, everything was was perfect in high school. But like as a person who experienced that, you know, time in their life, I wouldn't say that high school was a, a troubling time. No, it wasn't troubling. It just starts to, you start having, you know, seems like there's more things that trip you up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you're dealing with girls and stuff like that. And you, mm-hmm. you just seem like things are not going the way you want them. <laughs> yeah. And then you like take a few years away. It's like, oh, wow, this was the easiest shit I could have possibly done. Oh, yeah, done absolutely. With. Then when you turn into an adult, then you're like, oh, shit, that was, that was freaking. <laughs> I was mad about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. And what was your last one? Well, the other the thing is the montages. I was like looking up montages, like movie montages. And I'm like, what do they consider? And obviously... This particular montage is sort of um, compared to Up. Oh, yeah, 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 story? yeah. And I rewatched that, and that that one is still like top of the list for me. I don't think you can really beat that, just because yeah. that starts the movie too, and this uh, Hiroshi's montage kind of happens in the middle. And I don't really know too much about the dad, so I wasn't invested in that way. But yeah, Up is like instant tearjerker. Yeah. So I, I, I can see that. And then they went on and they have the Rocky is the training montage. Mm-hmm. Goodfellas has the killing montage. Yep. I mean, Godfather has the baptism. You know, remember the, you know, in the Godfather, the baptism mm-hmm. montage where they go and kill all the the people that are against the family. I always have the Breaking Bad prison montage always stuck in my head. He's got like the little, the, the, the timepiece on his wrist and he's watching like a minute go by and all those people getting shanked. Oh. Really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Goodfellas, the killing montage, Scarface, the rise of power montage, mm. dirty dancing, the dancing montage, That's lock, right. stock, and tube, smoking barrels, the drunk montage. Which I don't remember that one. So many classic montages. Ghostbusters, the media montage, Karate Kid, the sports montage, Pretty Woman, shopping montage. I should have put this on the Rushmore. I didn't even think to do a. a yeah, long. well, I was thinking about it and uh, to get you know, but. It's okay. We we seem to sometimes go a little too long with some of our categories, and we're yeah. probably going a decent time now. And the other thing was the companions. Mm-hmm. They referred to companions, and I was like thinking, like, are they trying to say that those are hookers? <laughs> I think that would be not a bad idea if they have, like, tour guides that will also sleep with you. I think if you actually add that component to most people's employment, it's like, all right, this person will show you around town. They'll they'll give you a tour, and they'll also fuck you if you really wanted it. Well, I just thought the the to call them companions just seemed like a weird. Yeah, it seemed like an escort type of situation. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're companions. Because like the father was all excited, like, oh yeah, companion, yeah. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> yeah, I loved uh, I loved that. I thought that was super funny. I mean, the dad also was getting away with a lot of leering on these other women. Although, uh, Masai, the whole big butt thing, we'll get into that in just a moment. Yeah, but right. let me uh, jump into my spotlight. So the first thing that I had was fart and pee jokes. I still think they hit. I'm just like that immature of a person. I still think that type of humor is funny. Do you have uh, any recollection of like what either the nastiest fart of your life was or the longest pee you've ever had? Because I think I've actually had one of the longest peas recently. After this movie, I drank like a full gallon and a half of water and I had to wait for some reason and I timed it and I peed for almost two minutes straight. Yeah. I've had some, uh, I can remember one time I was uh, at a bar and I had a few beers after work and I was driving home and then I had to take this unbelievable piss and I was trying to hold it mm-hmm. and 
at some point I just couldn't fucking do it anymore. I pull over to the side of the road and I'm like, at fr- my bladder is like, I'm in pain. Uh-huh. And it like actually seemed like it took like 10 seconds for it, like even just to, I could go, like it was so bad. And then I just remember it seemed like I pissed for like fucking five minutes. It was like, and then it was the most unbelievable relief of my life. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm just thinking about it now. I was like, oh. <laughs> I have two things I remember. I remember uh, I had to drive this fucking dude to the airport because he asked me. And he had hit me up randomly. Like, I was in the tub when he texted me. And I had chugged, like, a bunch of water beforehand. And I had to pee so bad driving him to the airport at the last minute that I had to pull over, like, on the highway. I'm like, I'm so sorry, dude. This was not part of my plan, and I really need to go. But that thing last night with that Mexican guy, for anyone listening, I'm a bartender. And last night, um, a Hispanic Mexican guy with a very heavy uh, Spanish accent came in, super, super drunk, wanted to keep drinking, got angry at us. This whole fucking thing happened, and eventually we kick him out. But he came back trying to get back inside, uh, and we had locked the door because we didn't want him to come back in. And he apparently had to pee, and he didn't know that the door was, like, locked. So he fucking is, like, grabbing his dick and his balls to try to, like, prevent himself from, like, pissing himself. <laughs> Runs headfirst into the door, and then he falls to the ground, and he's holding his head while he's, like, holding his dick and balls to make sure he doesn't piss himself. Uh, and then he, we let him in, and obviously, and he ran to the bathroom. But Yeah, you didn't tell me that part of the Yeah, story. I forgot about that until I just started reading that. So, yeah, it, it, it always hits. I always think it's funny. Well, it's funny funny because i actually started for some reason you know when i saw what you were going to illuminate um you know farts have just got to be probably something that is just funny for all of mankind I oh mean, yeah. or uh, since the beginning of man like you know to this day it's you hear somebody fart you're gonna probably laugh mm-hmm. or either that or you're gonna be disgusted but uh some of the, f- <laughs> the the uh when i was looking it up some of the um the facts about farts. Did you know that farts are clocked at a speed of 10 feet per second? <laughs> Which, what does that equate to? Is that, I, I want the miles per hour. I how far? Well, I guess we could do the math and figure it out, but. Yeah, we, uh, oh, hey Alexa, how fast does a fart travel? According to an Alexa Answers contributor, according to an NBC News report, upon release, Farts can travel about 10 feet per second ah, or approximately 6.8 miles per hour. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Alexa. Wow. You're getting better every day. Who needs Absolutely. to leave? Fuck off. Happy to help. Hey, Shut up. Too, too. Hey, sorry, hey, sorry, hey. sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't like when robots speak out of turn. I'm one of those people. You have to be nice to the AIs. I don't know about that. There's... They're, they're going to they're gonna rule someday and you're going to probably regret that you were mean to them. They they can rule my dead body when I'm fucking dead at 30. <laughs> so they'll, they'll have their chance. And it also said a person produces about half a liter of farts a day half a liter yeah so i don't feel like i'm constantly i don't know that seems like a lot how many times do you think you've sharted in your life like like farted that you pooped your pants a little bit well i can't Probably. <laughs> you can't quantify it no i mean it's not like it's only been one time of in my course life. i, I mean, didn't know yeah. if it was like a, a constellation of events or yeah. like enough i mean i've never had like a serious freaking you know like you know basically squirt a fucking shit come out of my mm. ass but you know it has been a little juicy so like oh fuck <laughs> you know and you're like gotta go fucking wipe up there yeah i've uh i've i pretty much only remember the one time where i like sharted at a friend's house and then had to walk home in shame <laughs> But that's, you know, neither here nor there. They also say women fart as much as men, which 
that makes sense. That doesn't make any sense. Women don't fart. And the gas that makes your fart stinks is hydrogen sulfide. Hmm. Wow. This... And then also I, I heard that, what is a f- silent fart called? It's called a fizzle. Oh, that's a fun name. It's thought to be an alteration of the Middle English fist, flatus, which is in addition to providing us Did with the verb. you just give a Latin term? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, are you serious? Like, there's a you know specific definition for the silent fart, the fizzle. Do you think a single um, Roman senator farted on Julius Caesar's corpse <laughs> after they stabbed him? They like teabagged him at all? Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't doubt it. That'd be. I think that's something that history needs to illuminate on, like the embarrassing like teabagging of the world or anything that where you're really really demeaning somebody. I think that would be funny. They also say a large fart fart is called an alarm fart. Starts with a loud, unnaturally high note, wavers like a siren, and ends with a quick downward note that stops before you expect it to. Jesus Christ. And it's just like, it sounds like something is wrong. If it happens to you, you will know right off why it's called the alarm fart. Sounds like you Have could, you ever had an alarm fart? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it sounds like you could fucking study, you know, farts in college. This is a major, all this information on farts. Uh, but my next spotlight was uh, the re-recording movie park. Just thought that was a super cool idea, going somewhere and, like, recording a movie or, like, acting out a scene of a favorite movie that you have. Yeah. If I was just to throw that out, what what movie would you want to, you know, recreate if you could? Just for, like, a, a five, you know, couple-minute clip. Full, full like, you know, production value. It would be really cool to see yourself doing it. Do you have anything that comes to mind? You're, like, the Terminator or something? Um... For some reason, I think of Jaws. Oh, would you be, uh, was it Shaw? Who was in that freaking yeah, movie? Um, I'll be, uh, I'll be the really, really No, I'm going to be Quint. Oh, you want to be Quint? <laughs> fine, 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 fine. <laughs> I'll be the guy with the glasses or whatever. And you could be the fucking, you know. Hooper? Yeah, you could be the drunk guy and I'll be Hooper. Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> we need a bigger boat. All right, uh, 20th century versus 21st century. This was just another nostalgia thing. Pretty sure, I would probably say at this point, maybe the, the 20th century was better, although there were two world wars, so maybe not. We have a, a lot to go, I guess. Another 80 years or so with this 21st century to figure it out. But I do think nostalgia and our constant tr- uh, attempt to reacquire the feeling of you know something of old is ruining the American psyche. It's currently ruining American media, but I think on the long, you know, political spectrum, socioeconomic, whatever, I think nostalgia and the idea of, like, getting back to what used to be is is killing us, for sure. The whole Make America Great a thing, nostalgia. And that's just another example of why it's bad. Right. Uh, I have two more. One was just having hot ladies in a disaster. I feel like that is maybe the best way to experience any sort of post-apocalyptic uh, dystopian thing is just being surrounded by a harem of women, which is you know seemingly the case with every action movie. There's just a bunch of hot ladies around. But also, finally, the infantizing of adults. And I had this thought uh, when um, both the mom, Masai Hiroshi, you know, started acting like kids again, or they didn't want any responsibility of being parents. And I started looking into this because I had heard about it before. And it's this thing called autonepophilia or uh, paraphilic infantil- uh, infant 
Tillism? Yeah. Jesus. All right. And it consists of feeling sexually aroused by wearing diapers, using other objects designed for babies, and behaving and being treated like a baby. Some people with uh, this paraphilia even have babysitters or go to some kind of specialized child care center. Uh, and this condition is also known as adult baby syndrome. So I wonder how many people are like that or how that even happens. But that, that like really fascinated me. Yeah, I, re- I actually saw some kind of a, I don't know if it was a documentary or some show that had a woman that suffered from that kind of stuff. And she had like, suffered. yeah, she was like putting on footy pajamas and stuff and she like had a pacifier and freaking crazy wow. shit. Yeah. I, uh, I wonder, I wonder if someone ever breaks out of that or if they just have to like go through the process of growing up again. It's almost like you hit the reset button and you have to become adult all over again yeah but maybe not Who it knows? always it never ceases to amaze me the what the a human mind can uh, mm-hmm. conjure up well i always remember they had that afflicted by that freaking protest at some college campus that like people like ben shapiro like the fucking jerk off about like the some like liberals were wearing diapers or something outside of a library and protest or i can't even remember what it was but just like you know wearing a diaper thing Maybe you shouldn't do it unless you're like truly incontinent and if you're getting sexually aroused, if you're bricked up in your diaper, maybe that's something to have to look back on yourself there. Uh, So, Dad, was there any uh, takeaway or any unintentional lessons aside from not having a boner and a diaper? (laughs) Well, uh, in terms of unintentional lessons, but this is a lesson I have learned. Mm. Never tell a woman her ass is big. But mm. nowadays, I don't know if that holds true. But back in say, my day, in the nostalgic years of my youth, <laughs> <laughs> women had no ass and fat tits. And that was the way America wanted it. Uh, but that was always like something you didn't want to uh, bring out. I never understood that. Like, I wonder, was it maybe like the 90s or the early 2000s? Like, when did asses come into fashion? Because it really was. I've made this point before. Like, the American ideal was the big tit, flat ass woman. And it just all of a sudden became, I want... I want a thick piece of cake. I don't know. I think it's since Instagram because, I mean, how yeah. many? Yeah. Women. Instagram. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> Once everyone got to see what they yeah. looked like uh, and how good they looked. And yoga pants. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you put on yoga pants and, you know, they weren't looking good, then uh, you needed to do something, I guess. Yeah, you were, you were plunged into some deep depression because your ass wasn't juicy. Wasn't filling out those juicy couture's. And the only other thing is that when you think about it, you know, we live in incredible times, you know what I mean? When you think about what we have, and it's sort of weird that we want to go back to certain things that, and there are certain aspects of, you know, back in the past that I miss, hmm. but at the same point, I mean, I wouldn't want to give up a lot of the things that I have now. So, I mean, bring on the future. I feel like I'd be willing to give up a lot less for more simplicity, or at least, I don't know. Well, I mean, Yeah. I think the internet is well, like... Well, I think what it comes down to is that it's never the material things in your life that really bring you happiness. It's really just the people that you mm. you love and that... Your family. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, the, and your friends and the, the times that you have. I mean, those are the things that are really going to... You're going to remember. And, and those are timeless. You know what I mean? You, you, you don't have to go back to 20 years ago to have a good time sitting around with your friends and laughing and 
one day with your kids and playing and so forth one day i'll be nostalgic uh, nostalgic about talking about jerking off with you it'll just be part of the fabric <laughs> of our familyhood and you know, uh, imagine that conversation we're gonna have when i'm like freaking remember like when you told me that you old? beat off at off for a yeah. vacation home <laughs> jesus christ dude what the hell are we thinking back then what are you freaking crazy we're both in a prison cell with musky <laughs> that's where we're in at this point Oh, yeah. I mean, those will be the days, dude, when I'm, you know, whenever we had that podcast. Oh, Jesus. What the hell? Yeah. Anime? <laughs> crap. Crap. That was all crap. Yeah, we suck. We're also now just... I like this goddamn, you know, virtual reality. <laughs> We're just living in the metaverse. Yeah. Yeah. The metaverse maybe. I'm like 26 in my virtual, you know, in the metaverse. And I'm 26 inches in the metaverse. Yeah. Too. I can get it up in the metaverse. <laughs> I can't get it up here. Goddamn. That's so fucking sad. <laughs> That's so sad. Being like proud that you could get a fake boner in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I need Mark Zuckerberg to speak on just like the sexual politics of what's going to happen there. Because I need to know. But maybe he's not ready either. I don't think Zuckerberg's had, like, meaningful... I don't think Zuckerberg's ever had a meaningful sexual reaction or relationship. Well, you know, Elon Musk is trying to do that Neuralink, you yeah. know what I mean? Tapping into your brain. Is a, what happened like, to Penile Link, dude? I'm trying Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine, though, I mean, if you can't, you know, you could control your, you know, imprint things into your mind, hmm. you know? I guess they've done movies like that, right? Yeah, Like I mean, Total Recall, isn't that all, like... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that has to do with like putting images in people's head through yeah. some sort of so that you can re you know relive you know some other life you know yeah. or be in a you know create some scenario that you you know and then we'll upload our consciousnesses and then we can just all mingle together yeah in the great singularity yes the singularity uh, so my only takeaways was hiding in plain sight works. And I can't tell you how many times I've just been looking for something and then someone like mom will just be able to spot it right away and I'm completely oblivious to it. That feels like that happens to both you and me. Um, well, there's been too many times that I'm like, where the hell are my keys? Where, where are my, they're in my fucking hand. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. It's yeah. just we, need, we always want to be looking for something. Uh, and the next one I had was 21st Century is uh, only smelly money and trash you can't burn. And that line hit me like a fucking ton of bricks when I heard it. I was like, God damn, that's true. Smelly money. Even though I actually don't really handle cash too much. I'm almost all like digital direct deposit type of thing. So I don't actually interact with cash too much. But yes, money smells like shit. Uh, and then we buy what we don't need. Which is pretty much just the uh, the the world dilemma at this point. We are all consumed by consumerism. Yep. So, Dad, uh, instead of you know railing too uh, railing too much on American life and just <laughs> all the shit that we wish things were kind of still like, let's do uh, three lies and a truth and see where these uh, first three points are going for. What is actually a, a charity game? It's a, a Make-A-Wish game that Erskine has uh, gotten <laughs> gotten kind of swindled into, but he he needs the he needs the bump in his reputation after what happened last time. <laughs> after Joe Cuck was demoralized in front of a press corps and you know the rock band, all the Europeans. So things are things are pretty crazy in the XFL, but we still got some games we want to win to try to get back in it. Uh, so, Dad, entry number one for three lies and a truth. The main villain of the film, Ken was modeled after Steve Jobs, who director Hara saw in person at a Macintosh conference. Entry number two. Director Hara wrote movie uh, wrote the movie Adult Empire Strikes Back after remembering his own father crying at the Osaka-hosted World Fair. Entry number three. 
The choice of using Hiroshi's smelly shoe was a joke suggested by an animation staff member that stuck with director Hara during production. And entry number four, director Hara feared the movie would flop after the producers informed him that they hated the film. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? I think the first one's a lie because I don't think uh, Steve Jobs ever had a haircut like that guy. <laughs> no, he never had the bowl cut. <laughs> had the, the glasses, but not the bowl cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, For that, some reason, that guy reminded me of something, but I couldn't pull it up, like in a movie. Well, I'll tell you who it was based on in just a moment, because, Dad, you were correct. That yeah. is a lie. It was actually, he was based on John Lennon. Oh. That was what the character design was. It was the old Beatle, yeah. you know, bowl cut and the uh, John Lennon glasses. But Got it. that was apparently his thing. He didn't want to make, what, Chaka or whatever his freaking name was, Yoko. But, you know, the John Lennon thing was strong enough. Uh, all right. Next one up. What do you think is a lie? What do you think is the truth? Or if you just want to straight up guess what it is, you can. I don't think that uh, the director Hara feared the movie would flop after producers informed him that they hated the film. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Dad, that was the right answer. Uh, That's been a while since you've actually fucked up Three Lies of the Truth. Director Hara was uh, very afraid that this movie was going to go under because the, the producers did not like it. But after the release, it was obviously received with acclaim, and you know everyone. How would they good. not like it? I mean, how many producers? I mean, and I don't know what the because this was the ninth one in the series, so who knows what the other ones were about? Yeah, I mean, they're also I, I don't really know too much about the TV show, but it seems like you can sort of just make anything well happen. the producers didn't know what the hell they were talking about most producers don't how many fucking movie stories were like yeah the producers want to change x and y or they wanted to do this and would have been a huge disaster how many people tried to screw up the godfather yeah, you know for true. being made that's so true. but you know we uh we still got a hell of a lot more things to go on to with this movie and uh we still got a game to play even though it's against you know maybe a bunch of crippled kids but <laughs> <laughs> patrick erskine still has uh still has this this charity game to play so let's send it over to uh joe cuck who might be able to tell us a little bit more about what's going on so dad you ready to send this over to our co-host yep all righty joe hit, hit him with those horns, horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cock, and to my left, I'm joined by Cliff Jockage. Cliff, uh, I can't believe I'm here for this. <laughs> I mean, I thought the season was over. I was planning to play a little golf, and uh, you know, I get called out here. So, uh, Cliff, it's been weeks, and you still haven't gone golfing. That's your own goddamn fault. Stop bitching about it. We were not supposed to be freaking. This is the off season. Well, damn it! <laughs> well, you know we have to follow this uh, this this exciting ride back into you know the good graces of the XFL. Uh, you know Erskine is in some deep shit, and that's why we're joining uh, joining yeah, him. Who cares? <laughs> we're joining him and the rest of the parents uh, outside of St. Joseph's Children's Hospital in Sunshiny Tampa Bay. Uh, we're anticipating a great game between. Uh, the terminally ill children of St. Joseph's and disgraced Pooper Bowl champion Patrick Vanellitain Erskine, who's looking to rehab his image after being targeted by Commissioner Rock's shocking Euro man. This is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Cliff. <laughs> Back to you, Drew. Damn. It seems like uh, Cliff and Joe just really can't work together all that well anymore. I mean, after that whole blow up at the Super Bowl, or excuse me, the Pooper Bowl, things haven't been quite the same. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're on... That's why I need time to, you know... Golf. Relax, yeah. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff, you're only just going to hit it into the freaking woods, dude. Springtime. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna go wet your balls in the lake, dog. You're Who not gonna... cares about freaking the golf? 
I'm just there to get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> I'm here to hang out. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe, maybe everyone will I'm join you. I'm nostalgic from those days. Where you were actually good at sports? Yeah. Back in my high school days? Yeah. Yeah, Cliff, you're actually the saddest character on this show. I don't know. <laughs> Muskie had that, but I think it's Cliff. But, Dad, <laughs> let's, uh, let's jump into the first question of this game. Uh, how many countries attended the Osaka World Fair? Is it A51, B65, C77, or D82? Well, I know this because I looked up so much about the World Fair that uh, I know some of these. Um, 77. 77? All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, the dust settled, but the XFL is still reeling from the announcement of the Euroban. And Erskine is in full-blown image recovery mode, which is why he's brought on his ally Beef Whistle Simmons to the Children's Hospital to toss around the pigskin and make a few wishes come true. Let's see if Patrick fucks this up and digs himself even in a deeper hole. Patrick J. Snap. A kid in a wheelchair starts the blitz, but Erskine hits him with a stiff arm. Now Vanellate is going to go deep. <laughs> he's caught. Juwan, born with my heart on my ass, Ashikawa, bringing this one down for a touchdown. Wow. Dad, you, I mean, you scored, but I think you probably maybe hurt that kid in the wheelchair. I can't believe <laughs> that Patrick Ernstkind just stiff-armed a cripple. Well, you know, I, I saw him, you know, roll it up pretty quick. Uh, it is Was a, he crippled? Uh, well, it, it's a make-a-wish thing, so they're all going to die eventually, but, you know, we're all, we're all trying to have us a little, <laughs> little fun before we all have to kick, uh, kick the can, which is pretty dark, but, you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah, Joe, I don't I don't know if this is even funny, but, you know, it's really not about the jokes anymore. It's about getting us back in the league. Patrick so. needs to play with his shoes tied together. <laughs> yeah, or his arm behind his back. <laughs> yeah. Just close his eyes. Just throw the kids a couple picks, dude. I'm sure Blindfold. you... Yeah. Do, do everyone a favor and just be bad. You know, that'll help your image. Uh, so question number two. How many years was the time capsule at the World Fair to remain closed? Was it A, 2000, B, 3500, C, 5000, or D, 7500? It was C-5000. C-5000? All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, we've reached the second quarter of this exhibition game, and Erskine's got his kids spread out wide. Erskine takes a snap. He's rolling out. He jokes out a kid with MS, and now he's going to take another shot downfield. And it's caught again! Cameron, terminally ill with huge nuts, Watson, securing <laughs> another score, and Erskine's going to send this one to the highlight reel and to the league office to let him know that he's still kicking ass. Wow. You're uh you're beating up on these kids and I don't think you even considered letting them win. Uh <laughs> because you're up fucking 14 to 3 right now, which is tough. <laughs> All the parents are kind of mad at you and I think the hospital staff has probably turned on you as well. But we have one more question before halftime, so let's see what happens. So what studio does Misai check out her or act out her favorite TV show? Is it A Studio 3, B Studio 12, uh, C Studio 16 or D Studio 20? No idea. I'm just going to say A. A? Alrighty, Joe. What's going to happen before halftime? Drew, we're close to the end of the half, and Erskine's losing all interest in this uh, <laughs> in this game because he's actually going up to all the uh, the women nurses, and he's hitting on them. And uh, quite frankly, I don't blame him. They're kind of hot. <laughs> all right. Well, that looks like he's uh, already kind of checking out. Um, and I, I, from what I'm watching on the field, he just chucked the ball at a kid with an iron lung. Ah, uh, this is really getting fucking weird. I, I feel bad for these kids for even asking for Erskine, or did they ask for him? I guess, uh, you know, Joe, why don't you ask Patrick why the heck he's even here? All right, buddy, I'm uh, rushing down to, uh, I guess, the sideline here. Uh, Patrick, 
Why did you come here? Did they ask you? Uh, were the, the kids, you know, wishing to see the XFL champion? I honestly, I don't know why I'm here. My agent uh, somehow put this together. I thought it was going to be, you know, uh, a little exhibition of, you know, I was going to throw around the football to some kids. But then, you know, they said, I really have to play the game. So, I mean, here I am. I mean, what do you want me to do? So your agent told you to go uh, game speed with these these terminally ill kids. Apparently, <laughs> I feel like it, I, I feel like I should speak to this man. <laughs> Who is your agent? <laughs> this is horrible fucking advice. It is horrible advice. I don't know what I'm doing out here. Are you? Uh, is it true that you're uh, signing with uh, Clutch, uh, LeBron James' uh, uh, re- recruitment agency or his uh, talent agency? Rich no. Paul was seen uh, at one of your games recently. I don't know if he he was at the Pooper Bowl. <laughs> Actually, I think um, Little Wayne is my agent. Wow, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know Little Wayne was getting into the aging. Well, game. you know that Jay Z. I think uh, Jay Z's does some agent stuff, doesn't he? Oh, uh, he's he's more of an owner type, but yeah, I guess actually he might be. I don't know. It <laughs> seems like a lot of rappers are getting involved in sports nowadays. But hey, let's uh, let's actually ask Cliff if he has any uh, questions for the second half. Cliff, you have anything to say about Erskine and his performance? Yeah, Erskine, what do you think you're doing out there? These kids are, you know. You got to at least let them have a freaking couple like touchdowns or something like that. You know, what do you think you're trying to prove out there that you can beat up on freaking helpless kids? It's pathetic. That's actually, you know, kind of a good point. And let's end this game quick because I got to go play golf. Whatever, dude. Um, I guess let's just jump into the second half. All righty. I guess everyone is ready to. Call this thing quits, even probably the kids, but Erskine probably has like another hour or so left on this this time allotted. Let's so. see if I can throw some picks. <laughs> Let's see if you can throw this one away. <laughs> so question number four. What time are the adults said to be returning to retrieve the children who don't come willingly? Is it A, 6 a.m., B, 7 a.m., C, 8 a.m., or D, 9 a.m.? Uh, I'm going to say D. D? All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew! After a halftime refuel of orange slices, Gatorade, and some medical grade pain relievers, as well as a little Joe Cook nose candy, Erskine is looking energized but unfocused because he's sailing those passes and nobody's having fun. Come on, Erskine! These kids are dying to catch the football! Literally! <laughs> wow. Uh, even with you trying to throw a pick, you can't fucking do it right. And you're probably high on cocaine now. So this is only getting worse. <laughs> So, Dad, question number five. What do the kids drink at the empty bar? Is it A, whiskey, B, oolong tea, C, Coca-Cola, or D, beer? Oh, shit. I know this one. It's D. D? All righty. Uh, Joe, let's, uh, let's see what happens. Drew, as we approach the end of this charity game, local uh, Tampa Bay media is beginning to make their way to the sideline. Ernest Kine should feel lucky they weren't here earlier. Otherwise, they'd find a uh, surly and underperforming vanilla taint. You won't win any brownie points if you're yelling at the deaf and crippled kids, Erskine. So, um, even though you're literally trying to throw this game at this point, you're just <laughs> fucking breaking down mentally, which is, is apparently Erskine can't lose without being a poor sport. So maybe that's just why he's a consummate winner. But, Dad, let's just end this game. Question number six. The Osaka World Fair has the highest attendance record for the World Fairs. Uh, the uh, the population was 64 million and what? Was it A, uh, 210,000, B, 277,000, C, 350,000, or D, 420,000? I'm going to say 277,000. 
277,000. Alrighty, Joe, let him know how this game's gonna end. Drew, as this charity game comes to a close without a change in score, you have to wonder if this publicity stunt did anything to help or hurt Erskine's chances of getting back in the league. Cliff, do you think it was a mistake for Patrick to play at game speed with a bunch of dying children? <laughs> Absolutely. This is <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. I uh, I actually want to agree. I'm, uh, I'm I'm considering suggesting that Erskine... If Patrick ever had hopes of playing in the NFL, he just freaking squashed that. Uh, I don't know. Deshaun Watson's a Cleveland Brown now, and you know it doesn't seem like anything matters. So, who knows? Maybe maybe he's gonna get a call. <laughs> maybe the Carolina Panthers want to see old Patrick Erskine running around the field. Better than Sam Darnold, know. in my opinion. I don't opinion. know how he can live down this one. Uh, I think he's actually done a lot worse. He actually threw a couple touchdowns to the kids, so some of them had fun. Although <laughs> stiff arming that kid in a wheelchair was pretty pretty low. <laughs> Um, but dad, we're certainly not hanging back to any locker room. We're probably, uh, covering our head with the Cam Newton towel of shame and trying to get the fuck out of there before the parents get mad at us. So let's just try to keep Somebody our... sc- freaking grab all the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Confiscate those cameras. Yeah. Joe's confiscating everyone's cell phone before they could leave. He has to delete the evidence. He's, he's covering up for you now. <laughs> But let's uh, let's try to keep the at least the mood up before we really just descend into some sort of deep no football depression. Uh, so, Dad, let's play some Would You Rather. So, first up, Would You Rather hunt rabid children or re-record all of Nick Cage's movies using practical effects, and you have to use your own money? <laughs> My own money. Yes. So the hunting rabid kids thing. Let's say. I don't even know where the kids come from. Let's just say all the kids in the world just go fucking rabid. And there's like no way of bringing them back to normal. And they're like bloodthirsty and they will be in the woods. And you have to be like the hunter and you have to go track them down and kill them. Or you're fucking, you know, in some weird devil contract where you have to re-record every single uh, Nick Cage movie that has ever been put out shot by shot. But you have to do it with any means necessary. And once you're done, you know, you're released from this, this, I guess they get your soul. Let's say the devil takes your soul if you don't record all fucking Nick Cage's movies. Well, or you have to just start killing kids. Yeah, I could do it. I could re-record. I mean, all I do is take my iPhone and it didn't have to be just like the, you know, the movies. The production value doesn't matter. But, you know, all the special effects, anything that is, like, outlandish in that movie, you have to recreate. Any car chase, any kind of thing where there's a lot of action, like, you have to go full, what is it, Buster Keaton or whatever. Like, you have to do your own freaking stunts. I don't think it was Buster Keaton, but it was the old, you ever seen those old... So it has to be an exact replica, replica yes. shot for shot? Yes. Yeah, that's impossible. Uh, not impossible. It's certainly difficult, but, you know... If I have to use my own money... You never know. You could find a cheap way to do it. You know, there's a lot of ways you can make a movie, but it, it would be difficult. <sighs> We'd have to look at Nick Cage's IMDb his, because it's probably extensive. Okay, yeah. His filmography, I would love to see that. It's probably over 50 films. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. I think, for me, kids are sort of similar to old people in that I probably would enjoy killing them. So if. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. But uh, I think the kid thing, I don't know. If they're rabbit and coming after me, I'd probably be able to disassociate that they're kids. But I don't know. It's like seeing a, a, a zombie child. Like, it would still feel weird, but I would have to kill it. Because isn't there, like, a zombie kid at the beginning of Walking Dead? And then she, like, mis- or somebody misconstrues it as an actual kid. 
I don't know. There's something like that. Why am I not able to find his? Are you on his wiki? No, I'm at IMDb. IMDb. Oh, okay. I got it. All right. So starting from 1982, holy shit, there's so many movies. 124 movies. What? Yeah. 124 movies. And it's from 1982. First time is the first movie you'd have to do is Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which would actually be, you know, cool for you. But uh, actually, that might not be true. I looked at the reference number here. Let me do a quick count. Actually, I'm going to just Google it. How many movies has Nick Cage been in? At least 119. So that's fucking crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot of movies. What was his first movie? Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He was like the dude working at, uh, I don't know, it says Brad's Bud is his role in Fast Time. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a lot. Over 119 movies. Yeah, I, that's that's too many. That would probably bankrupt you. You'd probably be put well, into Nick Cage. The, you debt. know the rabbit children thing. I mean, basically they're sort of like zombies, so it would just be you know yeah. open season on children. So would you think that would like disturb you at some point? You've killed like fifty kids, and you're just carrying around their little kids. Well, scalps. they're running at you like foaming at the mouth. You know, mm. I mean, would I get pissed off at killing zombies? No. <laughs> That is something that's like such a fun thing to think about. It's like, you know, is killing zombies fun? Because it looks pretty fucking fun. Yeah. It looks like they're having the time of their lives. Yeah. Or at least when they're not scared or being eaten by the zombies. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't get bit. Yeah, exactly. I would probably do the, the rabbit children thing too. Although I feel like doing the Nick Cage movie would be really fun. Because some actually, they're just cameos. So I can't imagine you would have to do the whole movie when he's not the main guy. So that would be kind of fun, but I would just rather have the rabbit kid thing and carry like a six shotgun and like a machete on me all the time. <laughs> all right, next one up. Would you rather piss like a hydrant or have a finger uh, in your butt as a greeting? So anytime you meet somebody or greet somebody, let's just say you always have a little hole in your pants and you both insert a finger. It's kind of like a dog sniffing around. Uh, yeah. But the pissing like a hydrant thing is much like more detrimental to any immediate sense. Every time you go to the bathroom, you're hitting people like a... You know, with a huge spurt of freaking water. Why are we hitting people? I, I imagine it's like, um, hmm, you're on the street, like spraying people with like a fire hose. That's kind of how <laughs> I was thinking about it. You come, <laughs> you're pushing back Look protesters. <laughs> yeah. Freaking knocking people against the wall and shit. And they're freaking. Ugh, yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. It's like those old like MLK riot fucking, you know, videos. You're just spraying people with your piss <laughs> on the street <laughs> with your hydrant dick. I think that's a lot worse because if I ever have to take a pee at work or something like that, I'm a torn is coming out of me. I'm 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 covering the bathroom with piss. Where did you come up with this finger in the butt greeting? Um, somebody got their finger in a butt. Somebody stuck their finger in a butt. Oh yeah, he uh, Shinosuke poked that one kid in the butt um, when he was like sitting on his bucket or whatever. Oh the yeah, butt. yeah, yeah. That just shows you how thin the connective tissue is between like the things that I think about in the movie that we yeah. watch. I always know there's some reference somewhere, but... Yeah, you have to look for it yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I, I think I would have to do the finger in the butt thing. There's no way I can be a pit, like a fire hydrant pisser. Yeah, that might be tough. I would be soaking myself. I'm assuming myself. that finger in the butt would be like a normal thing in life, though. Yeah, I mean, everybody would probably like get used to it. You, we would all have like a little butt plug. So <laughs> well, it's, you're saying like... 
everybody's doing it, so it's just not me. Well, let's say it's just for you. You have <laughs> people greet you that way, and you greet people that way. Everyone else can have their own form of communication, but uh, you're a butt first type of guy. No, nobody's going to be freaking. I don't care. I'll piss like a fine. Has I anyone don't. licked? I feel like I've asked you this before. Has anyone licked your asshole? No, no one's licked your asshole before. No, no, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. Uh, but okay. yeah, figure in the butt, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine. If I come a little bit, that's cool too. Uh, but I can't be soaking myself with piss every time I need to go. I'm drinking like a gallon of water plus a day. I would be killing people. Well, you just have to make... He probably couldn't go out in public. I don't... I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's the thing. I wouldn't want to be like a recluse with this awful superpower. You'd have to have like this special setup so that you could just like piss into this pipe or something i would have to go outside and just like piss yeah. outward into the trees or yeah. something like that or <laughs> you, you wherever you go outside and piss is just like all dead trees and grass it's like wow i've destroyed this part of the forest but yeah is that are you doing with the piss hydrant one or are you doing the finger in the butt or maybe you just drink a lot of water and then you know you could you know be a fireman <laughs> oh wow that's a great choice i think though that the I, human fireman i mean not the human fireman would you stupid. would you be like fire hydrant would you be lauded though or would people sort of like be grossed out and not really want your help because if you're if your house is burning Al, down hey if it puts out the fire if you're I the think. first one on the scene and you're like i can put out this fire and you take your dick out and you're like whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing and then you piss on it you know that's that that would be cool but if you're like the superhero who just puts out fires with your piss, I don't know if that's going to track. No yeah. one's making a movie about you. Let's say no. that. All right. So we're both getting Maybe a finger in the butt. Maybe just be a circus freak or something. Yeah. We the human fire hydrant. We should. Uh, the, the, the freak show thing doesn't really happen anymore. I guess just because we have more respect for like human dignity and we're not <laughs> toting people around like they're animals. But that, Did you, you don't watch really see that, that movie yet? Nightmare Alley. I I literally every time I go home and it's like four o'clock, I'm like, I have two and a half hours I could be watching this movie and then I do something else. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you should watch it. I'll I'll try to watch it tonight when I get home. Maybe I won't because I gotta edit this thing, but I'll watch it soon. Maybe Tuesday. <laughs> if I don't go see the Batman. Actually, fuck it. I'm never gonna watch that movie. But let, let's just move on since we're both getting a finger in the ass. Yeah, we have to go see the Batman. Yeah. Uh maybe we'll do that later. All right. So last one on the would you rather. Uh, would you rather only be able to say no or only have children drive? So pretty much an easy answer. You know, any anything, anybody offers you anything, you can't say yes. You have to say no. Or only children are allowed to drive anymore. So kids under the age of, let's say, 11 are allowed to drive cars. <laughs> and they have to drive you places. So like you would have to call this kid to pick you up in the morning. Well, maybe they'd get good at it. I would think a lot of the time they're going to crash. I think it's going to be a new kid every single time. Well, they still have to go to driver's ed. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't need to go to fucking drive. Who's teaching them? More kids? Oh, only kids. Well, yeah, the kids that learned how to drive. Mm. I feel like I need to make this such a young age that it's like scary and they can still operate it. I think 10 is like about the age that you could probably feasibly drive a car and not like completely drive off the road if you're tall enough to reach the pedals too i, I guess. guess so but I, I guess i would be interesting to see kids only being able to drive but the whole saying no thing would just be a sad life yeah it's an easy answer for me i mean this was a a weekend for an otherwise uh decent would you rather but yeah kid drivers fuck it dude kid drivers finger in the butt and uh hunting kids so <laughs> we're, we're all aligned here 
So, Dad, let's do uh, Ghibli All Grown Up, bits, skits, and sequel ideas. Anything you wanted to suggest before I suggest the thing we're going to probably do? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I had just the uh, the inner child, like a therapy meeting, something like that. Like somebody um, going somewhere and, and trying to tap into this inner child that they lost or something, you know? Okay. All right. Uh, let me set a timer Who's real quick. the child? <laughs> hmm. Do you want to be the child or should you... I'll, I'll I'll be the uh, I'll be the therapist. I'll get us I'll get us there. You could be the kid, or you can be the man who wants to be a child. Yeah. So let me set a t -t -t timer. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right, uh, everyone. Hi there. Uh, my name is Chuck. If everyone could uh, bring their their coffee and their donuts over to their What's seat. What's up, Chuck? Hi. Um, I'm speaking. I'm sorry. Um. As I was saying before I was interrupted, um, yes, please sit down, uh, and then we can introduce ourselves. I know everyone wants to act out here, for fuck's sake. Um, sorry. Um, yeah. Chuck, I'll be uh, leading us through uh, this, this, this meeting. Um, would you like to start us off, introduce yourself, instead of just interrupting me again? Yeah, Chuck. Uh, my name is uh, Bobby. Bobby Boucher. Okay. Okay. Uh, did you base this personality uh, at all on the Adam Sandler character? No, I'm Bobby Boucher. Okay. I'm Who's already, Adam Sandler? I'm already. I don't seeing, even remember him. I'm already seeing some elements of Arrested Development. Uh, class, actually, before we you know go any further, let's just jump right in. I, I know everyone wants to get to their introduction, but this is a a very important moment, and we're going to illustrate you know kind of what we're trying to do here. So, Bobby. Um, would you like to tell me why maybe you're here? Uh, what your home life was like? You know, what was your mom like, Bobby? Well, my mom beat me. Mm hmm. Like a drum. <laughs> mm hmm. Oh, <laughs> uh, how did that make you feel? I was mad. What age was she beating you? Well, around. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Do you have any lingering feelings from that age? Do you feel... Yeah, I feel like strangling that bitch. Mm, not necessarily the emotion I was talking about. Do you feel uh, similar to how you did when you were seven? Do you have any lingering uh, emotions? Do you have any lingering thoughts that are recurring uh, from this, this childhood time in your life? Yeah. You know, that's the thing. You know, my, my mother... I just said, Mom, can you get me a Pepsi? And she wouldn't give it to me. And then she just would start Was she a sitting. Coke woman? <laughs> yeah, she did Coke. Mm, I, I meant cola. Sorry. Go on. That was one of the problems. She liked to, you know, do some bumps. <laughs> cut, to the <laughs> cut to you as a kid, and I'm the mom, um, just like, you know, in the, in the fucking kitchen. Hey, Mom, can I have a Pepsi? <laughs> Good. What did you say, you little shit? <laughs> Mom, I just want a Pepsi. Listen, motherfucker, you know for goddamn sure that your dad didn't die in a Coca-Cola plant for you to be asking for Pepsi in our house. So either you drink Coke or you fucking go back in the hole. I don't like Coke. Well, I know, how about... I, I, I know you do. How about you try a little bump of this then? I fucking, you know, rub some cocaine in your nose. How does this feel, what? buddy? Ah. Uh, what do you do, Mom? This is, I told you I don't like Coke. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. Cry. Cry, you little baby. Cry like a little bitch you are. But I like the smell of that. Those cigarettes you got. <laughs> so cut back to the meeting and you're smoking the same brand of cigarettes that your mother, you know, smoking menthols or whatever. So that's a that's a pretty traumatic memory. Your mother rubbed cocaine in your nose and made you cry. Um, was there was there anything else uh, that she would do that would, um, I, I guess, make you go back into the shell of yourself? Well, I always wanted to play football, but she wouldn't let me. Really? Was there anything that she did let you do? No. She just used to lock me in my room. And um, I, I didn't want to bring it up, but I can tell just from the shorts that you're wearing that uh, you might be wearing a, an adult undergarment. Does that have anything to do <laughs> with what's going on? Yeah. Brings me back to my childhood. Can you, uh, can you, can you stand up, Bobby? Why? Can you just stand up for everybody? I just want to illustrate a point. No. Bobby, <laughs> stand up. Okay. All right. Um, everybody, as you can see, I fucking pull Bobby's pants down. What the? This, this is what we are trying to avoid. What Bobby is illustrating is something that affects many adults. They are feeling of trapped in a, in a traumatic moment of their life, and they try to recreate it uh, by getting back to that moment. You saw it in Michael Jackson, uh, how his, his father abused him, and he ended up wanting to fuck boys. In this case, our friend Bobby here likes to wear a diaper, and he's uh, into smoking cigarettes or something. I don't know. Bobby, I, I want to be as, as helpful as I can. So... I've I've made you a warm bottle, and I want you to uh, <laughs> I want you to suckle on it, and I want you to uh, I guess just take in the rest of this meeting. Is that okay with you? Actually, I don't like the bottle. It's really warm. Reminds me of my father. He liked the bottle. Oh, um, like the milk bottle? Like no. was he a baby too? Like the whiskey bottle. <laughs> cut back to your family <laughs> and your dad is just like sitting in his like lazy boy chair with a baby bottle of whiskey in one hand uh just kind of like suckling out of watching sports oh, fuck that shit is so good <laughs> what's up bobby how was your school day good can i go get a pepsi I forgot that I'm your stepdad, and I'm not your real dad because your dad died in a fucking coke accident. So yeah, you can go get some Pepsi outside of this household because we don't got any. I know that your mother is like big in a Coca-Cola and shit, and she, you know, wears red all the time, but I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm pretty happy your mom saved all your baby shit because this bottle slaps with some whiskey in it. I don't know about you, but this thing is the, the best drinking receptacle I've ever had. That's great. Would you like to uh, take a sip? Yeah, let me try some. <laughs> so I give you the bottle. And uh, now flashback to us at the meeting and you're like <laughs> suckling on the milk bottle. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> so as you see, he really can't help himself. Uh, once the bottle is presented uh, to the infant baby man, they almost, you know, certainly cannot fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> take it out of their mouth. <laughs> Somebody uh, raises their hand. Yeah, I um. I, uh, I also have some familiar troubles, and I, I actually kind of don't like the way that you're using Bobby as, like, uh, you're kind of making fun of him. This feels kind of rude. Uh, okay, I mean, sorry, guys. I'm just trying to do my best as a therapist. Bobby, you know, am, do you feel like I'm abusing my power here? 
Yeah, you remind me of my dad. Which one? Your stepdad or your All dead dad? All of them. How many dads do you have? <laughs> Too many that I can remember. My mother. Oh, what a girl. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, she was... She, yeah, she got around. <laughs> All right, final cut Running back. around in her red dress. <laughs> Final cut back to your family home as you as a kid. It's you in a like a big dinner table full of all of your dads. There's like eight dudes around the table and you and your mom's comes like, all right, everybody, I have a, a big glass of uh, Coca-Cola here for everybody. And let me go back into uh, back into the kitchen and get this casserole. And you're looking around at all these dads. Hey, little Bobby, you mind uh, passing me some salt? Yeah, uh, little Bobby. Uh, actually, how about you hand me the salt? I'm your real dad, by the way. No, you're not. No, I'm the real dad. No, I'm the real dad. Hey, hey, motherfucker. I'm the I'm fucking the wife. No, I'm fucking her. I don't think any of you guys are my dad. My dad died. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. And that's why I don't like Coke. I like Pepsi. <laughs> that's all I ever wanted was a damn Pepsi, but you wouldn't give it to me. Which one? Who are you yelling at? We're all all of you. You're all freaking complicit in this stupid, non-giving Pepsi bullshit. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I guess you you leave and go get some Pepsi somewhere, and that's fine. That's all I wanted. Yeah, which is super weird that you were fixated on the Pepsi thing, but I, I wonder if that was just like a trauma response. That was. It was. Tra I was traumatized. That's all I ever wanted was I, I just wanted a Pepsi and you wouldn't give it to me. Well, you know, you don't always get what you wanted as a kid. And obviously it manifests itself in some pretty uh, destructive behavior as you got older. So it is what it is. You know, hopefully uh, little Bobby Boucher will not <laughs> pretend to be an Adam Sandler character and he can create his own identity. But fuck it. You know, we got to move on. I changed my name. Yeah, you, you changed who you are, who you are yeah. and who you want to be. Uh, all right. I, I basically watched movies by myself in my room. Yeah. And I loved Adam, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, Chubbs was your dad in that Little movie. Little Bobby Boucher, yeah. <laughs> the dude Chubbs. with the wooden hand was your, your only father figure. Uh, so, Dad, let's fucking wrap this bitch up with a couple more categories here. Let's try to put this on the Rushmore real quick. What is the best movie family? Does uh, Shinosuke and his family beat out the Adams family, the Udakas uh, from Black Panther, the Weasleys from Harry Potter, or the Incredibles from The Incredibles? I don't know if they're going to get on here for me. Nah. It would, I don't even know it would be the weak link because all of these pretty much have a, a place in movie history. But the, the, the Shinosuke family, you know, is a pretty good one in my opinion. They, they, they stuck together and they had a good family unit. Yeah. So but, maybe they could know, be on the fringe. Yeah. Well, they're honorable mention. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're in the best family like Hall <laughs> of Fame, but not necessarily uh, on the, in the Rushmore. They're not getting their shit in stone. So dad, I don't know about you. But I am done talking about this movie. So I was hoping to do a live-action Netflix recast. Uh, so, Dad, right away, Bay. Is there you know, any, any indication that Bay would want to do this? I don't think so. No? You think so? Mm, no, I don't think so either. I don't think, I don't think Michael Bay had a good family uh, life himself. I can't imagine he was just like really into his mom and dad from the movies he makes. Maybe he does. Maybe he does have a family uh, situation that's good, but I I'm, I'm not quite sure. Lay up, motherfucker! Oh, fuck. I thought I put my shit on airplane <laughs> mode. Um, uh, is that you or me? That's you. Fuck. All right. Um, 
Uh, holy shit, dude. I'm getting blown up right wow, now. Wow. What's going on? Um, everyone's saying check my email. Um, all right. C- Celine, can you, uh, can you read me my most recent email? Email message from the MAMDW network. The network? Dear Drew and David, after careful deliberation by the MAMDW Board of Representatives and a consultation with the voting body, and because Amy Schumer declined to respond, we would <laughs> like to offer you the position as co-hosts of this year's May and My Dad Watch Anime Awards. If you would like to accept, please contact us as soon as possible at what? redacted email address. I... I... I'm kind of offended that Amy Schumer was, uh, you know, asked to host it before us. Yeah, but Dad, we were just, we were just invited to to host the the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Awards. Nice. This is, I mean, a, a kind of a dream come true. I'm surprised that our network has a board of representatives and uh, a voting body. Really? I mean, the fact that they're blowing up our show right now and that people know about it. Surprised we haven't been canceled. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they want us to host it. But you know, considering that we're sort of the beginning of the brand, whatever. We, we're we're the grandfathers of this bitch. But uh, you know what? I think Celine sounds a little drunk. Yeah, she, she. I think slowed it down a little yeah, bit this she's, week. She's slurring a little bit. Is she? Did we pour her wine? Oh wait, she's an AI. Yeah, uh, I'm not really quite sure what uh, uh, old how do AIs get high. Hmm. <laughs> I blow a lot of smoke into my computer screen. I'll fucking tell you that. But Dad, I I don't even think I want to do the rest of this live action Netflix recast. I'm just, you know, I. I Truthfully, yeah. I didn't really have any good choices. Maybe Steven Yoon is the dad. I got to go out and get a tux. Yeah, I think we all do. Yeah. I think we, I mean, well, I, I was going to say we should maybe invite Muskie, but I, I think he has to actually uh, answer for himself uh, on a few things before we could say whether or not he's even going to be able to leave a jail cell, let alone go to a award show. So, Dad, let's just bust that last call real quick. Was there uh, any question or anything that you wanted to ask the director before we throw it over to Muskie? Uh, I got nothing. Nothing? I don't have anything either, so... Uh, Gus! Gus, we have big news! What is it, motherfucker? <laughs> we, I mean, we're gonna be the host of a, uh, not a game show, but an award show! <laughs> we're gonna, the, the, the best of this show, the best of the anime, whatever. I mean, this is, I don't even know actually what we're doing. Amy Schumer was apparently thought of, uh, as a possible option, which was a dog shit choice, but like, hey, we're here to save the day! Yeah, yeah, I mean, good for you, like, uh, I, I don't even really know what to say anymore, you guys, like, Shit keeps happening, and you guys try to act like my life just isn't fucking happening. And you know, I I I've been waiting weeks to show you guys these these fucking dolphin tapes, the musky tapes, and you guys keep taking time off and shit. You know, do you even give a shit anymore? <laughs> Am I even trouble? I didn't fucking touch that dolphin un- unconsensually, man. Like I, I, I'm still fucked up about it. I mean. Dad, <laughs> I feel like you were probably the most mad at Muskie about all this. Although I still kind of believe that maybe he did something wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Stop fucking saying that. I I had to I had to patch up the door. <laughs> nope, nope. I I as I was saying, I locked the door. I fucking put some curtains over this shit. There's no way he's busting in again. Listen, guys, before this motherfucker tries to bust in, because I know he is, and he's 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 dangerous that way. I need to fucking play you the musky tape, man. I need you to play. You know, I need you to listen to what happened because I set my phone down right before this motherfucker started giving me head because I knew something was up. <laughs> I knew right, something was let, up. Well, let's let's hear the tape. All right, all right, all right. Um. All right, playing it, uh, 
playing it now. Товарищ Флиппер, нам нужно, чтобы вы подставили использовать его бар как публичный дом для олигархов сейчас. See, I don't know what any of this shit means, but fucking, you know, after I heard him, you know, say hello on the phone and my name and flip his name, I know, I, I just fucking know they're trying to do something, man. Wait, 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 are you, where did this tape come from? I, you know, I, uh, when he came back for another, uh, vodka water, <laughs> I fucking put my phone down. I recorded him having a phone conversation. You know, I cut out some of the other bits because I know, uh, this fucking jackass doesn't want to edit a bunch of shit. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I cut that sound bite out because I knew it was Russian, and it was just this one line he hung up, and then Flipper tried to suck my dick. But you know, this is it. This is the evidence. I'm 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 cleared, right? I, do you guys know Russian? I don't know, man. Uh, I just can't believe that Flipper would be a Russian asset. I mean, I, I'm almost positive. I I'm almost positive he called him Con Conrad Flipper. <laughs> That's probably the only fucking Russian I ever picked up from being uh, overseas is Comrade. Flipper is an American hero. Says who? What do you ever do for anybody? Back in the day, Flipper was big. Flipper was a... F his, he was his fucking parents. Flipper is just the... This is a nepotism situation. The original Flipper is long gone. This motherfucker is is, is, is living off Russian money. The oligarchs are pumping into his... Uh, his, into his uh, oh, this is the, the son of Flipper? I guess so. I don't know. I'm, I'm picking up the details that you guys are putting down every week. I'm just sort of the bartender, you know? And what's his association with the Russians? Ah, you know, I fucking... I knew my dad was in St. Petersburg, Petersburg for a little bit back in the day, and, you know, he, he always warned me that uh, fucking Russians love, you know, dolphins and all the aquatic motherfuckers because they knew they would be able to slip into American life and confuse all you sons of bitches. But this is just what my daddy told me, man. This is what I've been worried about. All right, dude, I mean... Well, I mean, so did so you're saying that it's a complete lie, and we're just supposed to take this this Russian garble as do we as know evidence? what what how to translate this? I mean, you're gonna have to go play it again. I'm not gonna play this again. I mean, you want to you want to listen to this dude say something in Russian again? I mean, well, no, I want to know what it's. I want to translate it in English. Well, you know, go find a fucking interpreter because otherwise, I can't help you. Well. You would think if this is supposed to clear your name, Muskie, that you would, you know, probably try to figure out what they were talking about. I heard my name. I yeah. heard my name, and I heard that that, that motherfucker in the front, uh, Flipper, at the beginning. I heard them say it. You know, I'm for I'm, all I know, they were saying something to the fact that you're the asset. You have some tie-in with the Russians. You just can't fucking accept that I'm a good guy, David. This is just... You just can't wrap your head around it that old Muskie is, is an all-American, all-good guy. proves nothing. What? I just heard some Russian. I don't even know. I mean, if I really did hear your name, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Muskie, this is sort of inconclusive. I mean, it's good for you to have tapped uh, tapped your phone here to get this, this call. For, for all I know, you might have just, like, Played back some Russian soap opera or something. Yeah, this really could have just been planted evidence. I don't even really know you got this audio file. I mean, this this is this is still an open case in my opinion. There, Muskie. What the fuck, dude? This is I mean, this is cut and dry in my opinion. And as soon as I learn Russian, I'll be able to clear my fucking name. And um, I mean, uh, does this mean I can't come to those awards? You know, I'm uh, I'm still a single guy, and I 
I understand that there's a, it's going to be a tuxedo type of deal, and I, I have a really nice suit I want to put on. And Rory's well, got a really nice suit. Well, unless somebody's going to press charges against you, Muskie, I mean, we can't stop you from coming. Well, you know, I'll try to keep Flippa uh, off everyone's radar for at least another week, uh, just so I can uh, enjoy myself. You know, sk- get the f- Flipper wants to be there. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He's I, gonna, I think he's up for an award. Oh, Wow. That's that's a real wrinkle if that's true. Yeah. I haven't seen, you know, the, I have no, I have I, We have to look at the nominations. Yeah. And I'm sure Flipper might be, you know, up He's for one. He's sort of late to the show, so I, I can't imagine that he'd make an entrance into these awards, but Yeah, best <laughs> best character <laughs> Flipper might have a chance of getting on there as a black horse option. <laughs> but yeah, Muskie, you uh you probably are going to be competing against Flipper in some of these categories, so uh, this might even ramp up the drama, let alone let it down. Yeah, so you, you better work on your acceptance speech if you you know do win something, and you very well might. Yeah, you man. might not want to. You might not be in the category that you're thinking, but yeah, you uh, you might also have some police officers waiting for you at the end of the red carpet <laughs> if you really don't get your name cleared. So you got a lot of work to do there, my friend. This is just how we close out the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking going to jail. Stop playing that goddamn button. Kanye West is a hack. Pete Davidson has a much bigger penis than him. Everybody knows it. And you know what? I'll see you motherfuckers at the awards. Uh... Oh, come on. This is the most people who have ever fucking been in this bar. This is bullshit. Where did you guys all come from? This place was empty until like two minutes ago. And then somehow everybody got in here. This is, oh my God. Well, you know, I guess I'll sign off. I'll go fucking try to go meet a translator or whatever. Um, <laughs> bye, you fucking assholes. I'll see you next week. Hey, Muskie. See you at the awards. See you at the awards, Muskie. Thanks again for uh, We doing... might have to do a, you know, a taped message from your jail cell, but hey. Yeah, whatever. your acceptance speech from the <laughs> inside a cell. Wow. Yeah, the crowd really might turn on you. I, I hope this doesn't become... Sort of like a Kanye situation, either. If you're taking away uh, the mic from Flipper, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of options here that could really go wrong. But Dad, let's do our uh, notes and errata and do this Jackson Maine and go home and get ready for this award show. I mean, yeah, I gotta I'm get excited. tailored. Wow, wow, this this completely changed everything. Yeah, who thought we were just gonna do a normal episode next yeah. time? Even if we do it next week, we're maybe gonna do it later. Who knows? Our fucking schedule is all fucked up. <laughs> so, Dad, notes and errata. Anything you want to bring up? Um. No, I don't have anything. No. I guess I kind of want to apologize that we do bi-weekly shows now, but it is what it is. We both have jobs, and until we have any uh, income coming in from this podcast, we just kind of have to make it happen along the way. Well, you know, summer's coming, and uh, hopefully COVID is gone. Yeah. We'll uh, hopefully have some reprieve, and if we don't, we'll be looking to the the conflict in Ukraine to tell us what our future is going to be like. Exactly. Let's uh let's throw this into the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? Uh, this wasn't too bad. It had a little bit of weird aftertaste. I'm only gonna give it a three. Yeah, it's really almost like tasteless. Yeah. I mean, it's very light. It's almost like a Pinot Noir. Yeah. Well, it's called longevity, so it's probably not as potent as most wines. I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe it gets better over time. <laughs> I, I obviously just let this thing it's a aerate. It's 2018, too, you know? I mean, we're talking about a four-year-old wine here. Yeah, I let this bitch aerate for the last fucking hour and a half or so, so I wish it would have been a little bit better, but I'll just go two and a half out of five. Uh, I'll do two and a half out of five. Um, 
Rancid farts. <laughs> um, I'm going to do three out of five. Why do I always forget this freaking stupid part? <laughs> and it's the thing that you contributed to the podcast. World fairs. World fairs. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. Well, uh, I certainly have no idea what we're doing. Uh, I don't know about you, Dad, but... Until next time, we're definitely going to have to figure it out. And As uh, soon as I know what we're doing, I'll let you know. Yeah. As soon as we both figure it out and as soon as this uh, this award show comes knocking and we're on the red carpet, hopefully we'll have a, a, a better sense of how the show is supposed to go. But, you know, until then, we're just going to have to see you next week. Yep. And bye-bye. Bye-bye and don't drink a drive.